Ladies and gentlemen, the time is fine because it's episode 59 of the Preachcast. How you doing this wonderful evening, sir? I'm doing great, my dude. That's because we're going to be talking all about the new season of O-I-T-N-B. That's Orange is the New Black, baby. Dude, I am so excited. It is less than 24 hours until the new season premieres, and I'm I'm ready to go. I am chomping at the bit. That's right, my dude. You're super stoked on it. I know it. I hear it. I feel it. Way into it. One of Netflix's best, but we're going to get into that later on, ladies and gentlemen. There's other things to get to first. Indeed. Indeed, And I'm pretty sure you know what they are, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. It's the time we give you to booter your pooters. Head on over to trailers.apple.com because it's just preach play. That's right. (laughs) And this time, ladies and gentlemen, I messed the whole order up. And that's okay. But we're going to be talking about a little movie called The Hero. That's with your man, Sam Elliott, I suppose. That's right. Sam Elliott. He's, he's the dude. Yeah, you were talking earlier about how you're a, uh, like a, big, uh, a big fan of Mr. Elliott. What's, what's, what's the deal here? So I think Sam Elliott is like, when you think of a man, this is what a man would sound like. Sam Elliott, yeah, is, is it not the... like not like me? No, no, not like this. Not like this wincing something or other no. unknown that's just speaking at you. You can barely tell from a timber, yet the voice does crack. Uh, who's the guy who plays? Um, uh, in uh, he's in like a ton of movies, but in Friends, he is uh, Monica's like uh, boyfriend. Uh, he's older. Um, he has a mustache. Uh, it's before Chandler. Uh, I want to say Burt Reynolds. No, it, he looks like Burt Reynolds, uh, but uh, it's not. Tom Selleck? Yes. Yeah, see, like that's really, like, yeah, that, Tom that, Selleck. That's what that's what I feel like. I feel like the same way that you're like, yeah, this is a this is a quote unquote man, and you think of Sam Elliott, I think of Tom Selleck. Like you know Sam Elliott's voice. You've heard Sam Elliott's voice all the time. I have. I have. Very, very southern. That's he does the beef commercials. He does. It's what's for dinner. He does do those. Yeah, my man's working. My man's been working a long time. I bet. I think it's great. He. It seems like he's been working a long time, but I think he came out when he was relatively old. The, the, like into the acting scene. Like into the acting scene. All right. Yeah, yeah. Certainly possible. What's interesting about this uh, is that this movie um, is actually in theaters this week. So it releases tomorrow. This might be one of the only times that uh, a movie that we've talked about on on um, uh, Just Peach Play is also going to be featured on Coming Attractions. Oh, wow. I, um, I'm seeing that right now. I don't know a thing about this movie. I don't know a thing about it either. And, and in fact, um, it, it would normally be featured on Coming Attractions, but it's, uh, it's, it's, I don't know if it's, I'm not positive it's going to. <laughs> I don't think it's, a, I don't think, because only because I don't think it's a wide release. Um, okay. So that explains why we haven't heard of it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we have, we have a couple movies, uh, this week, but, uh, since it's not wide, we won't be talking about it. But, 
that looks like it looks like it could be good sam elliott is perfect the hero is true cinematic zen says the new york post but what are we going to say ladies and gentlemen because we're about to play the trailer to the hero starring sam elliott because in three two one we're going to just preach play you think this is a western or not oh god lone star barbecue sauce the perfect (laughs) partner for your chicken that was great lee can you do one more lone star barbecue sauce have you ever heard of the western appreciation guild they want to give you a lifetime achievement award lifetime huh anything else a job offer a script not at the moment is this his life story i guess it's been a while huh i gotta get back trying to give me a heart attack that was a cop knock are you okay (laughs) you seem a little nick offerman i did one film that i'm proud of that was 40 years ago since then i wouldn't say i've been achieving lee charlotte charlotte lee hey speaking of orange is the new black i like trying to figure people out so what'd you figure out about me not a thing mr hayden i am such a huge fan I just love your mustache. It loves you too. Lost in the dream. <laughs> One of the most popular actors in the 1970s, Mr. Lee Hayden. I love you too. I'm nothing without all of you. Down in the way. How old are you? How old are you? 71. Why do you want to know how old I am? Because this seems a little odd. If you've got a problem with it, I'll Ooh. go. So it's hard to tell. What did you get into last night? I got offers, I got scripts. Fax over the pages. Wow. You still fax? <laughs> Love's the key to the games that we play. I want to get past this. You can't just decide to fix things. Give me a chance to write another chapter. Love's the key to the things that you see. But you don't mind moving. It's the door in the dark. Remember for one part for so many years. But it's about as close to immortality as any person can get. This coffee's pretty good. Yes, Folgers. (laughs) (laughs) That looks like a heartwarming tale, sir. Oh my god. So before we watch that trailer, before the show, I you, sir, were like, I bet this is gonna suck. Yeah, so do you. We we both thought that was gonna suck, and it was like, well, hey, let's let's see what's gonna go on. And I'll tell you, man, this segment never ceases to amaze. No, nah, man, I'm always I'm always surprised. You really never know, like what what you're gonna get. I would see the hell out of that movie. I would too, man. It looks like it looks like an interesting take on like like everybody. Like like I've never seen Nick Offerman. Like I've never seen Nick Offerman do that before. No, like he looks like I he's, haven't. He's like in a serious like type role. And then uh, what's her name? Is it and Laura Prepton from Orange and New Black? Mm-hmm. Donna from that Saturday show. Yeah, but yes. Laura Prepton. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, I would I would see that. I'm into it, man. I would, well, I mean, I probably that's, that's the thing now. Like, it's so hard for me to get out to the to the movie sometimes that like I'd, I'd definitely watch it on Netflix. I definitely would, too, man. But. You know what else we could do at home? What's that, sir? What else can we do? Man, oh man. 
It might not be for me. It might be for you. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We're dusting it off. It's any flu you can do. This, ladies and gentlemen, is our new segment. We went back to the well. We're we're dragging it dry this time. Any blue you can do is the segment where we discuss new Blu-ray releases or a sweet new Blu-ray deal that we just found coming out this week on, say, an Amazon. Maybe it's at a Target, Best Buy, who knows? But it's going to be any blue you can do. This week, man, which one do you have? Uh, well, you know, we're going to start off, like, the cool thing about this segment is it's actually brought to us in part, in, 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 in part, uh, by, uh, by Arrow Video. Um, are you familiar with the Arrow video, sir? You know, oh, because they are our sponsor, and because I have, in fact, uh, viewed some of the movies they have given us, I am. Yes, yes. Well, actually, you were able to check out one of their uh, releases. What was it? Um, was it the uh, was it the Hellraiser box set? It was, in fact. What did you think of that? I really enjoyed what they did with the documentary. They, they like they take the documentaries to like a whole nother level. Um, if you're like a big fan of like collector sets and like really like intense, intensely like awesome packaging, uh, Arrow Films is uh, definitely the people that you wanna that you wanna go to. Um, you can check out their website. It's arrowfilms.co.uk. Uh, and even though they do have a lot of overseas releases, uh, they have a ton that you can get right here in the good old U.S. of A. Uh, but movie uh that um i wanted to quickly mention from them that i was they were kind enough to send over to us uh is actually brain damage um i'm not sure if you're i'm not sure if you're familiar with this one but this one is super cool it's like this 80s creature feature uh where this uh where this young man uh kind of stumbles upon uh like this um I guess like uh, like almost like a slug type creature, uh, and what happens is this creature kind of finds its way into his into his life, and uh, it kind of like bites you, like it crawls up behind your neck and bites you. So it's a like a leech, yeah. A, le- a leech is slug like. Yeah, exactly. And when when it does, you kind of um, find yourself in like a state of like euphoria, um, like you like you like hallucinate and like there's all these crazy colors going on. It's almost like a drug, um, psychoactive leech. Yes, uh, and it's time like licking toads. There you go, <laughs> and bit by leeches. As time goes on in the film, uh, he develops more and more of a dependency on uh, this creature. His name is Elmer. He talks. Heavily addictive Elmer. Yes. He talks and he has like, like the glue you sniff. There you go. Very much so. Uh, and he talks. He's like this really like funny little creature, but he's but he's evil because he wants to like suck like the life like out of you uh, and give you like this like feeling like instead of like, you know instead of you being able to go out and live your life. It's really, it's really, it's, it's really super eighties. And it's like a, definitely like a creature feature. Uh, but it's, it's kind of, it's kind of sad at points. You really feel bad for the young guy. Uh, but I really, I really like it. And that's brain damage, uh, from arrow. You should check out. There's a ton of features on it, of course. Um, and I, I love that. I love that, sir. Uh, but why don't you go uh-huh. ahead and, and talk about the, the, the Blu-rays that you want to mention this week on any blue you could do. Well, sir, I've got just one, and that's a movie that I recently saw. Uh, It is A Cure for Wellness. Uh, Currently, it is on Amazon.com. It is $17.96. You save 55% on that. List price, $40. Oh, my gosh. $40? Thank God. It's half off. Um, I did not actually check out the Blu-ray, but I did see the movie, and I thought it was a really good movie. 
um saw an awesome cut of it uh digitally um it two discs looks like you get the two disc blu-ray set you get the uv digital copy you get an itunes digital copy google play digital copy dvd copy oh my gosh um, <laughs> movie's cool movie's real cool um it's interesting uh don't want to spoil it for anybody uh it gets creepy though it gets really really uncomfortable I don't know. The, the movie, like, part of what interested me about seeing that movie is there's so much mystery, like, in that trailer. Uh, it definitely seems like it's a intense type of thriller. Is it by, isn't it by, is it Boz Lerman? It is, I believe. Yeah. Um, so, like, it look it looks really, it looks really good. Um, I'm definitely excited to check it out. Um, I'll, I'll probably end up, like, uh, like, maybe renting it on Amazon Video or something like that. Um, don't know no, if No, it's I, a Gore Verbinski. Gore Verbinski, yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah. I'm like... Um, the aesthetic is great, man. It's a really, it's a really, really solid aesthetic. Uh, looks gorgeous. So, check it out. Awesome, man. I'm glad you, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, this week, uh, what I want to talk about on Any Blue You Can Do is actually uh, from um, another company that does a great job with uh, special features. Uh, and these are for three releases from Scream Factory. And I say three uh, just because I'm going to loop them all together because they all have something in common. And that's their packaging. Um, Scream Factory is putting out like new um, editions of They Live, The Fog, and Escape from New York. Um, they put out, like I said, um, very much like Arrow, uh, they put out collector's editions of each ones that have a lot of behind the scenes um, features uh, and like new documentaries related to each film. And usually it's like almost an entire disc of extra content, uh, if not like multiple hours worth. Um, but the cool thing about these is they're all steel books, um, really cool, uh, like like steel like packaging that the discs come in with like custom like artwork um and th their thing here is that they're focusing on all like the three films of john carpenter um they were re recently on a podcast uh, called shockwaves and they did an interview about these three uh releases and they're saying you know depending on how well these sell uh they actually might bring more into their lineup um and on top of just being super cool uh they're all like 16 or 17 dollars now That's you can steal that is a steel of a steel book um but like that's not even not only is that a great price for a steel book that's a great price for these discs in general because they they um distribute the these like regular titles non-steel book wise now uh on their website and they're like 24 dollars. but currently amazon has them all listed for pre-order at 16 17 and 17 dollars. so that's that's insane that's a good ten dollars cheaper than the list price uh, so you can pick up all three of these for less than 50 bucks. Now, rumor has it that Screen Factory is going to have a giant sale sometime like in the very, very near future. But I don't know if it's going to be like, you know, $10 off a disc. Like that's that's like almost half. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Like part of me wants to wait for the sale. Part of me wants to just scoop these up. So I'm going to take a look through my catalog and see which one of, ones of these I have. And if I don't have it, I'm definitely going to grab it. Um, some some quality some quality releases here over on any blue you can do. I'm I'm super happy that we decided to bring this segment back, but I'm even more happy about coming attractions. <laughs> coming attractions is our weekly box office recap where we talk about some of the movies that you can go see in the theater. So after you've finished watching a movie at home with any blue you can do, you can head out to the movie theater uh, with us and talk about some of these movies now 
this segment is actually brought to you uh, by Adam Tickets. Uh, Adam Tickets is the official uh, sponsor of the Preach Network. And, and, and in case you're not familiar, Adam Tickets is a great way for you to be able to purchase your tickets, invite your friends, and even purchase your concessions in advance when you go out to the movies. Um, it's I feel like it's head and shoulders above uh, the competition when it comes to buying your tickets on the phone uh and like it's really really i like that's how i choose like which movie theater i'm going to now i'm like can i use adam tickets because i need to have my popcorn ready the more stuff i can get done before i get to the theater the better uh and make things even sweeter for you if you're new to adam tickets and you sign up with the promo code preach us p-r-e-e-s-h-u-s you will save five dollars off of your purchase so that's awesome that's always good man can't beat it um so this week, tons of movies this week, yeah. Uh, not so much. I mean, no. I, may, <laughs> I may have exaggerated that. Uh, next week we have like five releases. Um, but oh, I thought you were saying this week. I know, dude. I know. I sincerely apologize to you, but don't worry. We still have um, we still have three that we're gonna okay. talk about, and we're gonna start off with the Mummy. Uh, this is uh, the remake <laughs> with Tom Cruise. An ancient princess is awakened from her crypt beneath the, beneath the desert, bringing with her malevolence uh, over millennia and terrors that defy human comprehension. I'm going to go ahead and make a confession right here in front of the whole world. I have not seen The Mummy. The Brendan Fraser one. I haven't seen it, bro. Are you kidding me? I'm not. Not can you at all. I have no idea what happens wow. in that movie. None. Not at how all. Did you, how did you miss that? I don't know, man. I was what? I don't even know how old I was when that came out. 11? I was watching James Bond. Mummy was a phenomenon. It was. Yeah, I remember people flipped out about the, the the effects. They were like, oh my gosh. He's sand. He's a sand mouth now. Look at that. Yeah, people were really, really uh, you know, excited about the one, that one. They hold it in a high regard, but people were really excited about this remake, too. Um, and I I do love my man Tom Cruise. I, I very well may go see this. I am going to the movies. Really? Ne- I am going to the movies next week, and it's going to be between this or another one. Um, so we'll see. It's going to be real It's going to be real close on which one I go see. Uh, What's but, the other one? Well, I'll, you know what? I'll skip uh, over the one in the middle, and we'll jump right over to that one since you bring it up. And this one you've probably seen trailers for over on like uh, Hulu because that's been it's been everywhere lately. And that's it comes at night. Uh, have you seen oh, the trailer yeah. for this? Um, this is secure within a desolate home as an unnatural threat terrorizes the world. A man has established a tenuous domestic order with his wife and son, but this will soon be put to the test when a desperate young family arrives seeking refuge. Um, this almost reminds me of um, uh, Clo- what's the what's this Cloverfield um, sequel? Um, Cloverfield. Ten Cloverfield Lane. It almost reminds me of that where they're like, "All right, we're in this house. We know we can't we can't let us bonker. We can't leave." Uh, but apparently, like somebody comes and knocks on the door and they're like, "Let us in." That actually happens in Ten Cloverfield Lane. So, like, what if like you know they were gonna let him in? Um, I don't know. This um this, this looks super intense. Um, it's got a 78 on Metacritic, which is pretty, which is pretty high. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It hey man, lo- this one looks scary. It does. It does look scary, man. But you know, like, I'm this a- looks like signs. I was, this looks kind of like signs, man. And I was freaked out by signs. It, it, the thing is, man, like they know how, like they know. And when I say they, I mean like everybody, like it's, I feel like everyone in the entertainment industry knows how to cut a good trailer. And this is a great, great, great trailer. And it just makes me nervous. Yeah, it does. Like, it really does. Because I thought I thought the witch looked like a great trailer. 
looked like a great movie looked super creepy everybody's raving about how it was the scariest thing ever yeah didn't care for it no to be honest with you me either um a lot of people uh like a lot of people love that movie and uh, it's just it's more artsy than scary. It is, it is more artsy than scary. I agree with you. And there's nothing. You know, like there's it's nothing got wrong a lot to say about uh, <laughs> a lot of. It's a good a lot of different things. It's a, you it, know, it's a great period piece. They speak it in is. like that old English the whole time, which is perfect. Um, mm-hmm. Like that is re- that is really cool. Very true to the era. And the idea is like you know they want to like make you feel like dread of like you know who is like the witch. So like they do a good job of putting you into the story. It's just for me, man. Kinda. It was for me. It was just too. It was just too slow. It was just it was, way too it slow. Was so slow. And um and you know that's why some people like that. There's a whole like you know um group of people who love that like slow burn type of horror. And sometimes like. It, sometimes it's good, but with, for this one, I was like, I just, I just didn't have the patience for it. I feel like this um, one's gonna slow burn me just right. I hope so, man. It comes at night, looks good. And then, lastly, the only other movie uh, in coming attractions is Morgan Levy. I have not heard about this at all. Um, based on the true life story of a young Marine corporal whose unique discipline and bond with her military combat dog saved many lives during their employ- deployment in Iraq. Uh, stars Kate oh. Mara and uh, Ramon Rodriguez. Uh, there's a lot of movies about dogs lately. I don't know. Like, don't get me wrong, man. Like, you think? I like. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of dog movies going on. Maybe it's just, <laughs> maybe it's just. How me. long's it been since we've gotten a good Air Bud? Uh, we didn't get the Air Bud, but you got that. Remember that movie with you that? Gonna play yet? Remember that? Remember like a couple months back of uh, that movie with the with a dog drowned? Or oh, really, I don't like talking about that one. I know. A I thousand. Know. A thousand puppies or something i don't remember the name of it <laughs> you're like what's the saddest thing I every dog of? has its day no oh my gosh <laughs> was that it no no i can't remember what it was but it was a big a big thing and the dog didn't actually drown but... i'd rather see another air bud i don't think he's played lacrosse yet that's true i think he needs to pick up a new sport um but he, I... he needs a stick he could do water polo I would. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about this i'm not gonna go see a, mo- a movie about these about these pets give me give me like a like you know a little TV show. Give me an interview segment. <laughs> Reboot Beethoven. What do you say? Beethoven? Reboot Beethoven with the problem child. Have them team up. Hmm. Beethoven get, versus the problem child. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. I sir. would love to see that movie. <laughs> well, sir, I would love to see you uh, fail uh, at our next segment. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's the world's new favorite game show. It's Travial Pursuit. And this time we're going to see if our friend Glenn can trick the Trav. That's me, Seth Trav, the host, as we play AMC Super Movie Quiz. And that's the game you got to Google because the URL is great. And this time, ladies and gentlemen, we're playing Super Quiz number 39. You got to click link 38 to play Quiz 39 because... Those links are not fine. Man, yeah. This is your your score just keeps going up and I'm struggling. It does. It really does. I have 36. Last time you only got one point. Yeah. Yes. So. The game was not kind to me. And I'm already looking at the first question right here, and I have a feeling that this is gonna be your game, sir. We're gonna see how many I can get, because now I'm I'm basic. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk talk trash at you i think is the correct vernacular do it polite um i'm basically playing against myself now (laughs) 
So I just want to see how many I can get in a single segment. You know, I just want to see, can I like get up to double digits? Can I get 10? Like, is that, is that something I can do? I guess there's only one way to find out, sir. Are you ready? I am ready. I'm ready. I'm re- I want. I want. I wish we had somebody watching you over there because I just talk trash and I'm like he could just like make up a question and I would have no clue. That's true. He could just be like, "Who is the third monkey next to Doctor Zayas in the Planet of the Apes?" Planet of the Apes. Oof. It was none of the options I gave you. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I'm just gonna start reading like I'll have, like I'll have dictionary out and be like define this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't know it's I, not on there. I killed it in those SATs. Get out of here! I yeah. killed I my English, my English. It was the Latin I took. Latin. That's not even English. Latin. Latin is a, is a nope. deriving. No, nope. <laughs> a lot of English is derived from Latin. Not even true. English is a dramatic language. The words come. Most no, language no. comes from Latin. Latin is the original language. <laughs> Quit while you're ahead. Are you ready? <laughs> I am. I am ready. All right. In three, two, one. What was the name of the evil corporation in the Resident Evil series of films? Was it the Umbrella Corporation? The Umbrella Corporation, sir. I know you are correct. That is one good job in. Jur- Jurassic Park. The theme park was on the secluded island of Ilsa Nubar, located in which country? Uh, Argentina, Costa Rica, Honduras, or Venezuela? Costa Rica? You're saying Costa Rica. I think it's Argentina. Nope, it is Costa Rica. Two for two. Which of the following performers gained the most weight for a film role? Was it Robert De Niro in Raging Bull? Vincent D'Onofrio for Full Metal Jacket? Edward Norton? You don't want to hear the rest. You're going (laughs) Vincent D'Onofrio. Um, th- you were correct. Three for three. Actor Jack Lemmon uh, won his sole Best Actor at Best Actor Oscar Ugh, for which film? The Apartment, The China Syndrome, Save the Tiger, or Some Like It Hot? Some Like It Hot. I'm going with Some Like It Hot from 1959. Incorrect. It was Save the Tiger. In the <laughs> classic King Kong from 1933, what was it that killed the ape beast according to the film's last line? Beauty, the fall from the Empire beauty. State Building. You're going with Beauty. It was Beauty that killed the beast. Yes, sir. Good job. Four for uh, You got four. The Underworld series of franchise films beginning in <laughs> 2003 told about the age-old battle between vampires and what? Werewolves. Good job. Good job. I wasn't even going to read the answers to you. I hate you. The films of which director have accumulated the most acting awards, not counting honorary Oscars? Um, Eliza Kazan, Martin Scorsese, William Wire, or Fred Zinneman? Scorsese. Sure, right? That's what I would go with. No, it's William Wyler. Um, which was the only X-rated film to win the Best uh, Picture Academy Award? I know this. Uh, is it Bonnie and Clyde at Clockwork Orange, Last Tango in Paris, or Midnight Cowboy? Midnight Cowboy. Very good. Uh, what was the only Marx Brothers film to receive a nomination for a competitive, for a competitive Academy, Academy Award? Was it Animal Crackers, Duck Soup, A, day at the, a Night at the Opera, or A Day at the Races? A day at the races. You're going with a day at the races. Correct. Um, what was the only performance in a Stanley Kubrick-directed film to win an Oscar? Uh, Kirk Douglas in Paths of Glory, Peter Ustinov in Spartacus, James Mason in Lolita, or Malcolm McDowell in A Clockwork Orange? Uh, Malcolm McDowell? Clockwork Orange? I think you're wrong. I think it's Spartacus. It is 
Spartacus. Um, what was the only acting performance in an Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock film to win an Oscar? Uh, is it Joan Fontaine in Suspicion, James Stewart in Vertigo, Cary Grant in North by Northwest, or Janet Lee in Psycho? Cary Grant. I think you're right. You were incorrect. It was Joan Fontaine in Suspicion. How many was that? That was seven. That's a great job, sir. Although I gotta say, like you, you they. You I had, tied for my personal best you, again. You know, when you're you playing would, yourself, oh, you up, know. Shut up. You you could cut a better promo than this. I guess it's the old swimmer <laughs> in me. I could. Yeah. I, I could cut a better promo than this. Yeah, you definitely could be doing a better job. You could get me more excited. You could be getting me as excited as I am for Orange Is the New Black. Are you? So, are you really? Are you that stoked really, for it, dude? I really am, and I can like you know. Are you a super fan for this show? I don't know. You know, I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm like a super fan for the show, but like I mean, that was one of like Orange is the New Black um was probably one of the first big Netflix shows that was really like like binge-worthy. I feel like that was one of their the first shows that they had that really kind of kicked off that whole like I need to watch the whole thing right now, like give me all the episodes. Um and I feel like that got a lot of people into that. Um like, you know, I need to marathon stuff. Um, I, I really, I really enjoy the show and I feel like this season it's taking a turn, um, in a whole direction, um, that, you know, it's never even gone before. So I, I'm very excited for it to start again. What about yourself? Where do you fall when it comes to Orange is the New Black? I dig this show. I dig it. I think it's cool. Um, I, I'm not, but I'm not like crazy about it. You know, I'm not a diehard. Like, I think it's all right. I like watching it. I do. Um, and like you said, it's one of the first shows that really does establish that whole let's marathon something. It was one of the first big uh, streaming original programs like ever. Um, it's cool, but like I, there's just I, I have a lot of issues with it. Like I get by the end of the season, by the end of watching it, I am always so tired of hearing them say the main character's name. Like they're just always <laughs> saying Chapman. Just oh. Over and over, I'm like, like I'm like, every episode. As soon as you said, like, "Stop saying Chapman." As soon as you said that, I'm like, "Piper." <laughs> yes, Piper pipes. You know, I'm just tired of hearing all of her names. I'm tired of the main woman. I don't like her as a person. I don't like what she does. I think she it it, it glamorizes prison life a little too much at times, especially with her. The other characters, it's like, okay, they. You know, they want they realize that they just sort of like had a lapse in judgment or things like that. And some of them aren't necessarily that bad, um, but they still committed crimes. You know, it's always kind of difficult for me to like get that part of it out. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I'm going to respectfully disagree with you. Um, I, I mean, I'll agree with you in terms of Piper because I don't know, man, like as the seasons go by, she gets less and less likable. You know, exactly. Um, Piper comes from like, you know, a very privileged background. Um, and she, uh, I don't know. She just comes off like really spoiled. Um, and things kind of just seem like they don't go her way. And when she gets, uh, you know, when she gets to prison, she like expects everybody to kind of like, you know, be super nice to her. And like, she doesn't kind of realize that she's in prison. Um, and then as time goes by, she makes some decisions that like aren't the best and she treats some people not so well. Um, but she's still kind of like she's still kind of like stuck up. And then when they go through and they go through uh, some of the stories for the other characters, you see the crimes that they committed. And usually they committed crimes out of like necessity, you know, like some, exactly. someone's and life she was like, what? going around with her girlfriend. And yeah, and she was arrested for like, you know, um, like helping to smuggle drugs. 
Um, and everybody else is like, you know, like, oh, like, you know, uh, red, like, and like in her situation, like they were like, she found out that they were like, um, what's the word with the money? Uh, they were like laundering money through her business. Um, yeah. and she happened to, she didn't even have firsthand knowledge of it. Um, but she found out about, out about it later. Um, and because I think like her husband, like they were threatening like his life, um, they decided to kind of keep going along with it and then she got arrested. So like, it's a lot, I feel like that, even though that might be a more serious crime than what Piper was doing, like they, they had a lot of the other people had no choice. Piper had a choice, you know, and she, exactly. and she made the that's wrong what I, That's one. what I was saying. A lot of them are, you know, there by no choice type things or necessity or wrong place, wrong time type stuff. Um, it's easy I, like I said, I just think that she's she kind of glamorizes it too much. You know, it, it's like this is way adult summer camp where I can play badass for a while. You know, like I don't, I, I hate that. Yeah, but you know what though? Like they come uh when like later like in the later seasons when V shows up and kind of takes control, like you know, somebody challenges her and they kind of show her that it gets a little bit more serious. And then she gets in some in some pretty big fights with uh what's her name? Pen Pensatucky. Um, Pensatucky, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um so I mean she gets she gets pushed around and put in her place a little bit. She and does. she has she has some stuff happen to her, but but she's still got this attitude, you know, and I'm like, I don't feel for her. No. The other characters I feel for. Uh, last season, uh, one of my one of my favorite characters, you know, they they killed her off. Super shocked. I was like, oh no. Yeah, yeah, I really no. And it was it was it was you know rough. It was a little rough, and you know it. it it's a good it's a good program. Did but like I said, I I don't like how they glamorize the prison life so much and and the main character just so annoying you know one um, thing one thing to keep in mind is with this is that this is a well like this is a uh this, this litchfield prison this is a uh like lower security prison so they do have some um leeways. You know, they have a lot of leeways they have classes they can take minimum have, security yeah, prison they have things that they can do so it's not like you know they're at like a super max prison or something like no. that um but so i mean you know they'll have more free time um but i do like, you know, like i said man i feel bad for other people i hate piper so like i i watch exactly. the show to like spite her really uh, i really i'd much rather like like you know I, i'd like alex a lot more than i like piper um and the other characters on the show too um, i love red yeah you red's, know captain red's, jane Y. she still got it red's great um, but I'm more excited for this season because the show is like in the beginning, I feel like it started out it was kind of like a, I feel like what you're saying though, like it, it was a little bit of a comedy, you know, and it, it did lean much more comedic and like now it's like, it's poised depending on how it goes to turn into like, like a, like a thriller. Um, for those of this is going to be some spoilers in here. Um, so it's assumed that at this point you've seen all of Orange is the New Black, but, um, the last season ends and they're right in the middle of like, they're just about to start a prison riot. Uh, like the guards, uh, a couple of the guards are overpowered and, um, um, one of them has a, one of the prisoners has a gun. Uh, and they're kind of like at that moment where they're just about to figure out, like, are we going to try to take over this prison that's going through all of these problems or, or are we going to like, you know, drop this gun and, uh, you know, like submit and go back to being prisoners. So it's like a turning point, uh, of like, you know, like, will they, or won't they? And if they decide that like, yes, we're actually going to riot and take this prison over, like we could be looking at a whole season of like a prison, like riot where like, you know, it's, it's serious and the stakes are high. This just show never really had like 
high stakes uh, i felt like uh, from the preview i saw it looks like the whole season might be taking place over the course of just a week i think that's awesome that's exactly what i want i don't know i'll i'll be honest you know i i heard that some of the episodes leaked i think nine of the 13 leaked or something like that you know they did i didn't check them out no i didn't i didn't look at a spoiler i didn't i didn't get in for any of that because i want to just continue to watch it as i do and i know netflix does a good job they put it out. I'm gonna watch it fresh with them. I, I, you know, what, what, Netflix isn't hurting anybody. Netflix is doing a good job. I don't know why anybody is is leaking Netflix stuff. You know, uh, let's uh, let's let's talk let's talk about that if you if you don't mind, because uh, this is very similar to what happened with HBO with Game of Thrones um, a couple years ago. Um, so Netflix was actually like, you know, they sent these episodes over to their uh, a company to mix the audio, and it turns out that someone got their hands on them, and a whole bunch of them uh, leaked. Um, now, mm-hmm. this similar situation happened with uh, HBO, although I think theirs was screeners for reviews uh, a few a few years ago. And like the first like four episodes of Game of Thrones leaked. Mm-hmm. Um, and what HBO did is when this happened is they actually just released all the episodes for you to be able to watch, which as a fan, I thought was great because yeah. we had all these people, you know, who were um, going around, around like other means uh, to be able to watch these shows. And then you have people, uh, you know, like like me and you who like have who like pay for access to HBO Go and I don't have them. And I was like, well, that's kind of lame. It's like I'm being punished for being honest. Um, but a little bit, but Netflix, uh, you know, Netflix, when their stuff leaked, I was like, oh my gosh, are we going to get Orange is the New Black for, you know, for free? Like, like, are we going to get it early? Like, that would be so cool. And when you think about it, like, I'm, I'm sure if it was done, they probably would have given it to us early, but they, but they didn't. Um, did, how did you react when that stuff kind of just like came out? I thought it was interesting but i was like why are you targeting netflix like i like i said i feel like everybody should just pay the the small amount of money it costs for netflix like that's it's so cheap and they're providing such great content like why wouldn't you support that so that way you can keep getting that content like it has to generate money from somewhere it can't just be made up and like i know there's ad revenue and stuff like that from product placement but most of these shows like it's hard for me to notice the product placement you know more often than not and they can't be putting that much into it because netflix doesn't even release their numbers you know i don't think that they need to be worried about that kind of thing all they're doing is getting money from you and i so continue to support netflix i know they seem huge but like let them be huge let's keep getting great content like orange is the new black and hopefully glow soon to come out and all the marvel shows and the revived great shows like Arrested Development, even though that season was pretty bad, they're coming out with a fifth. So I'm hopeful for that as well. Stranger um, Things. Yeah, Stranger Things. My God. I just I just rewatched the last episode with my girlfriend. Love Stranger Things. It's so great. Um, we did a full episode on it. Go back. Listen to it. It's in the 30s somewhere, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, um, if people weren't supporting Netflix, you wouldn't have all these awesome things. So... Uh, like you know, keep 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 doing it. Not that like you know, obviously they're they're super rich, but they spend they spend a lot they spend a lot of money on their original content. I think this is going to be the uh, I think if it's not this year, it's next year when they surpass uh, another giant network to become the largest uh, creator of original content. ESPN, yeah, ESPN. That's it. ESPN um, that produces like most sports, like everywhere, yeah, <laughs> around around the world. That's insane. That Netflix is doing that well, but I'm I'm happy that Netflix does as well as it does. Um, 
that being said, I didn't want to watch the episodes. I, I like to have every single one of them ready to go, looking as they should. And that's what Netflix does, because they know how people want to watch things now. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm hoping we get I'm hoping more networks kind of uh, adopt that model where I just have everything. And hopefully maybe one day it'll filter over into like the movies as well, where they're like, you can go see this in the movie theater. And, you know, here it is on VOD like the same day or even not the same day. Like, give me give me it like the next week or something like that. You know, or two weeks in the theater. Like, give me the chance to be able to see it like, you know, at home because I like one. I can't bring my I can't bring my screaming baby to the movie theater. And you don't want me there with the screaming baby. So like, like give me give me a chance to, yeah. be able to watch some of these some of these movies. Although one time I went to the movies, I went to see Saw two, and there was a baby there. How did it sleep? <laughs> it didn't. No, not through Saw two. <laughs> no, amazing. It's, and Saw two is uh, not exactly the best Saw. So if you're gonna sleep through one of them, that would have been the one to do it. <laughs> I think uh, Saw two is better than Saw four and five. Nah, yeah, but six is actually pretty good. Who's to say? Let's see what we all say about season five of Orange is the New Black this Friday, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to be uh, June the 9th, uh, 2017. Thanks for listening. Let us know what you think about Orange is the New Black. Let us know if you were one of those people that actually took a peek at the league. Don't spoil for us, though. We're at PreachCast. He's at From the Crib. I'm at Seth. And we want to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, to always practice what you preach.